Welcome, everybody, to the Game Day Everyday Podcast. What a week in store here in Tampa Bay. So excited. The Road to Tampa Bay Invitational, it is finally here. It'll be this weekend, August 25th and 26th at Emily Arena and the Yingling Center. So excited for it. This is episode two, where we will be uh, getting into the matchup between Florida and Penn State, two of the more legendary programs in women's volleyball, alongside Rob Higgins, the executive director of the Tampa Bay Sports Commission. I am Ryan Bass. Again, if you missed episode one, go back and check it out. We specifically dove into the matchup of USF and Georgia Tech, which will be the first game of that August 25th kickoff day. This will be game number two. And boy, Rob, do we have two of the most special programs in women's volleyball, really more the two of the more decorated programs in women's volleyball history in Florida and Penn State. So excited for these players, this matchup, and what could be potentially two teams that could find themselves in Tampa for the NCAA Volleyball Championships coming up in December. Oh, this is a bona fide top 10 matchup. Uh, what a way to kick off not only this historic season, uh, but the campaigns for each of these two teams. I mean, these are blue blood college volleyball programs. Uh, Penn State won it the last time they were here. They've got several championships. Uh, Coach Wise is seeking her first national championship, but certainly her resume and that program's resume speaks for itself. So to have these two heavyweights uh, taking on each other on Friday night at Amelie Arena is really special, and there's there's no better way to kick things off than with that as well as the USF-Georgia Tech matchup. So excited for Coach Wise, who has the most wins in Division Division One volleyball by a female coach, 1,026 career victories. She has eight Final Four appearances, really trying to break through and win that coveted national championship. And, Rob, this is a program um, that is right there on the cusp right, for the Florida Gators. Uh, and not only do they boast uh, some some truly incredible talent, uh, but you're talking about a team that last year reached the NCAA Tournament Sweet 16, finished with a number 12 national ranking, is really on the cusp of hopefully improving on that. And again, could be a team that we see back here in December in Tampa. Absolutely. I mean, they are uh, consensus top 10 teams, both of them, uh, and they're going to be phenomenal. We, we talk a little bit on these recent episodes about setting the standard, growing the game, our NIL campaign. I know we're going to hit a little bit more on that That now, especially with our guests here on today's show. But when you think about the college programs that have done an incredible job, both setting the standard as well as growing the game, not only from a local standpoint, but nationally as well, you got to think of Florida and Penn State right out of the gate. So for them two to be taking on each other on Friday night at Amelie Arena at 8 o'clock, it, it's incredible. And really kudos to, to Claire Lessinger from our team, who we heard from just a couple of podcast episodes um, ago in terms of helping set up this matchup and uh, create what's going to be an awesome weekend of college volleyball. It's going to be incredible, and and Florida, obviously, one of the premier programs. But how about Penn State? Katie Schumacher-Cawley comes in here, uh, her second season now at the helm of the Penn State volleyball program, a former two-time All-American, a member of the 1999 National Championship team as well. Um, so really excited for this matchup between Florida uh, and Penn State. Before we get into that, though, I do want to – dive a little bit deeper into setting the standard growing the game because this is our brand ambassador NIL initiative that we've launched to the Tampa Bay Sports Commission. Uh, these players will not be promoting the game itself in terms of the road to Tampa Bay Invitational, but they will be promoting 
growing the sport of women's college volleyball. Can you dive into, Rob, and, and for those that, that, that missed it on episode one, the importance of this campaign, why you guys wanted to do it, and, and how it really, again, helps to set the standard and grow the game, uh, a game that is really, really starting to uh, really find its footing in terms of popularity in women's volleyball in the entire country. Yeah, I mean, we're two years into name, image, and likeness from a college athletics perspective, and now student-athletes can really uh, partner and collaborate with things they believe in. And so for us to have an opportunity to partner with eight great, uh, incredible athletes, two from USF, two from Georgia Tech, two from Penn State, and two from Florida, those last four uh, or who we'll get a chance to visit with on this show, it's it's really phenomenal. I mean, we have been so focused on uh, setting the standard here when it comes to these events, but setting the standard also uh, is important to from a culture standpoint. Setting the standard is about doing the right thing. And then growing the game, I think, certainly speaks for itself as well, but the importance of using this opportunity both from a road to Tampa Bay invitational standpoint, as well as hosting the NCAA volleyball championship to leverage this spotlight that's taking place right now on the sport of volleyball and help grow it from a grassroots perspective is really important. So as we talked about uh, that, they're not promoting those events. What they're doing is really rallying behind this campaign that they believe in and helping share it with their audiences to make sure that, as much as we possibly can, we're bringing people together to set the standard and grow the game. I'm really excited for it. And, and on episode one, we had an opportunity to, to speak with uh, USF and Georgia Tech's uh, both for, for both programs. They're two stars that, that will be a part of this campaign. On this episode, uh, we're going to start with uh, the University of Florida uh, and setter Ellie McKissick, uh, sophomore setter, or excuse me, senior volleyball libero Ellie McKissick, and then sophomore setter Alexis Stuckey. Both of them very excited to be a part of this campaign and to come down here to Tampa and have an opportunity to kick off the season. First of all, we can't wait to have you here in Tampa. We're so excited for the Road to Tampa Bay Invitational. Uh, let me just start from both of you. And Ellie, I'll start with you. Just how excited are you to get this season going and get it kicked off uh, here in the Tampa Bay area? I am so excited. I mean, being able to play in my home state is so much fun. And so being able to play in a different city, I mean, Tampa's the best. So, Alexis, how pumped are you? I'm so excited. I really love the chemistry our group has, and I'm so excited to finally put it out there and play someone. And I'm really excited about it. Now, guys, I know uh, practice just started last week. Uh, we saw the videos of you guys at Bush Garden, so hopefully that was a good time for you all. How did you, you enjoy uh, experiencing it? Uh, I've only been there one other time, and so getting to ride all the rides again was super fun and just team bonding with that my other teammates um, was super cool. And it was actually Gator Day there. So there was a lot of other Gator fans. And I don't know, that was just a super, super special moment. Make you feel right at home. And then how about on the court? How are things starting off with, with practice? I know you guys are probably having multiple practices a day or doing positionals, training, everything else. The preseason's always a grind from, from what I understand. Uh, Alexis, why don't you start off? Uh, how's practice been going so far? Um, it's been awesome. Like I said earlier, I love the chemistry this group has. We have so much fun playing with each other. And then we really like spending time with each other off court. So it translates so well. And we're all working really hard. We're all, there's no complaints. Everybody's just loving the grind. 
Alexis, Ellie, I want to talk a little bit about Coach Wise. Uh, obviously, we know how decorated, uh, you know, her career has been, um, you know, to have guided this program to eight Final Fours. Um, what was, give me one takeaway. Like, what's the big thing maybe you have learned from Coach Wise? And just, um, you know, her legacy, again, is is unprecedented. So I guess let's, let's start with you, Alexis. Just what's the one thing maybe you've taken away from Coach Wise? Um, I just think it's so awesome. What a great female role model she is. She does so many great things for women and girls everywhere. And I just... I really look up to her in that way. And what about yeah. you, Ellie? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that she has definitely preached to me is just like caring for us as people before we're athletes and just like watching us grow into the people that we are today. And yeah, so pretty much just she definitely always says like, I'm so ex I'm it's so cool seeing where you guys start from freshman year to senior year and how she's had a role in that as well. So. Now, I know it was a, a, a fun trip to Bush Gardens, but in a week and a half, it's going to be a business trip. Uh, you guys have uh, both Penn State and USF. I mean, that's a heck of a way to kick off this season. Um, how excited are you guys to get, get an opportunity to come down here and play uh, at Amelie Arena as well as the Yingling Center? Yeah, I'm super excited to play Penn State and USF. Like, they're a really good team. So just starting off the season super strong starting getting to show people what we're made of is really cool start to the season. I'm super excited. It's such an interesting, like the first weekend is so interesting because nobody has a lot of information on each other yet. So the scout's pretty limited. So I'm really excited just to show, like Ellie said, show them what we're made of. And those are going to be some really good teams. So it's going to be some good competition. Can't wait for the competition. I, I really want to give the fans an opportunity to get to know the two of you. Um, both of you obviously are a part uh, of our you know, promoting the game, social initiatives here to, to really help grow the game of volleyball. And so, Alexis, I want to start with you because you have an interesting background. You come from a very far, far land away in uh, Big Sky <laughs> Country far. in Wyoming um, and have a pretty cool background. So talk to me about your horse background. I, I, I love that you, you know, a lot of fo folks think about, well, maybe you were state champion in volleyball, you know, coming up uh, to the program. But but no, you you were a state champion in, in horse racing. Is that correct? Um. Yeah, so it's really it's really interesting. Um, my grandma loves horses, so I showed it's not quite horse racing. It's like Western pleasure, hunter under saddle, like that type of stuff. But it was so cool to compete. I got to do it at the 4-H level, and then I got to do it like statewide, and then nationally. I went to the World Show once, so I I showed horses for a while, and it was a really cool experience. And it really taught me a lot about hard work because that is a lot of work. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I can I can only imagine. And, uh, you know, what, over 1,800 miles away is your hometown from the University of Florida. Uh, Ellie, you're a little bit closer, the Windermere area, so a little bit near Orlando. But, um, you know, basketball was your focus growing up. So how much did, did that kind of that influence help you? And then when did you kind of transition going into the volleyball game? Yeah, so I wanted to – I quit volleyball my when I was 11. I tried out, quit volleyball when I was 11 because I wanted to play basketball with my friends still. Um, so I was still pretty young when I was starting basketball, but, um, and then I tried out my 12s year. I denied that I even liked volleyball, but my sister was super into it. She actually is an all American at Georgia tech and went to play at UCLA for her grad year. And so she kind of got me into the sport and really drove it into me when we were just playing in the backyard together. So that's kind of how I got into it. Brian mentioned the, um, NIL campaign that we're doing with each of you guys. It's called setting the standard growing the game. So it's really dual fold. So I have a, a dual, dual fold question for each of you. So Ellie, from your perspective, 
you know, what does it mean to set the standard? And then also how important is it uh, for you guys to be a part of growing the game? Yeah, I think setting the standard is super important for the younger generation. Um, just seeing how hard it is and how hard we work and the dedication that it takes to be at the level that we're at is super important so that we can set the standard for these this upcoming generation of volleyball players. And then how about how important is it to grow the game? Oh, it's super important. I mean, right now we're doing a really good job, but just keeping it going, keeping like my story where the sisters are getting the younger, their sisters to play. And I don't know, it's just super important to keep this sport growing so that we can keep having really competitive volleyball for generations. Those are, uh, are awesome answers and tough to follow up. But Alexis, how about from your, your perspective, uh, setting the standard, growing the game? What are your thoughts? Um, I think for sure volleyball has a standard of excellence and hard work. And then you get to see all the flashy effort plays and the big kills. So that's awesome. But I wish people could see the effort that goes into all of that. And I feel like that's part of setting the standard. And then for growing the game, um, my mom was a volleyball coach. So I know how much I looked up to the girls that I was watching as she was coaching them. So to me, it's really important that we keep growing the game because I know how much I looked up to those players and I want to be that for some other little girl. I know your mother was a college volleyball player at Wyoming, right? 10 years as, a, as an assistant at Kansas as well. And so um, really, really excited for, for both of you two to be here in Tampa. All right, give us this. What expectations should we have for Coach Wise, you ladies, and the Gators volleyball program this year? Because I know you guys always set the bar pretty high in terms of what you want to accomplish. What can uh, fans expect as you start and possibly end your season in Tampa this year? You want to go? <laughs> um I think our team's going to be really fun and exciting to watch. Uh, we really like each other a lot, so we celebrate really hard for each other. Um, our bench is going to be awesome. We're going to have tons of energy. And I think we're going to make big plays and have a lot of success. Yeah, I think we're going to be working super hard for that national championship and the SEC championship. Uh, we'll be putting in a lot of hard work and we'll have a lot of energy. That's one of the things that we've been definitely having a lot of these days. So, yeah. Well, it was awesome getting an opportunity to visit with two incredible players, setter Alexis Stuckey, as well as libero Ellie McKissick. Uh, those are folks that are going to wind up on the All-American list because uh, they are some of the best in the country. And so to get an opportunity to learn more about them, what they're thinking about when it comes to our Setting the Standard, Growing the Game campaign, and so much more, is phenomenal. And now we transition from two great players to two incredibly even equally great players when it comes to middle, middle Taylor Trammell as well as setter Mac Pedraza from Penn State. So let's visit with them and learn more about them as well as uh, everything they're expecting on their trip when it comes to uh, Emily Arena and the Yingling Center this upcoming weekend. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit uh, just to kick things off about each of you guys uh, personally, just to give the listeners a little bit more background. So why don't we start with with Mac? Um, I think people obviously know your history, but would love uh, to just explain a little bit more about what year you are, uh, what your hometown is, maybe a fun fact as well uh, to give people a little bit more background. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm Mac. I'm a fifth year setter from Westerville, Columbus, Ohio, basically. Um, this is my first year at Penn State, and I'm really excited to be here. A uh, little fun facts about myself. Let's see. Um, 
I grew up around volleyball. My mom actually played in the Big Ten, so I come from a volleyball background. She played at the University of Minnesota. That's awesome. How about you, Taylor? Okay, so I'm Taylor Trammell. I'm a senior middle here at Penn State. And a fun fact about me is that I love everything Marvel, the movies, the comics. I mean, everything. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, you can't just drop that on us. Who's your favorite Marvel character, right? Well, that's that's okay. a, that's the next yeah. obvious question. Well, my favorite character, I have a couple, but right now I'd say the Scarlet Witch or like WandaVision. And then I would go with Thor for mm -hmm. two, for sure. Can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. Mac, Mac, do you have any opposition to that? Are we? Where, where I we am not. I'm not a Marvel girl. I don't know that whole world. I couldn't tell you who's Marvel and who's DC, but <laughs> I, I support it and I will watch it whenever. I think we walked in the locker room the other day and Spider Man was on, mm -hmm. and Taylor was like, "You guys have been watching Spider Man without me. Who yeah, started this?" Exactly. So now I know. I love that. Well, well, we'll play superhero and villains. I'm sure uh, coming up next weekend for the Road to Tampa Bay Invitational, but. Lady, so excited. And first of all, I think you guys are like bearing the lead. Mac, you're like a three-time All-American. So please, like, I, I I love I love just how humble you are, but your resume speaks for itself. And, and Taylor, I'm so, I, I love how much you thrived last season after transferring from Purdue. Let's, let's start, both of you are transfers, right? Both of you came to this program from the outside. So let me start with you, Taylor. What has made, you know, your transition to Penn State just so seamless? How much have you enjoyed being in Nittany Lion? And, and how excited are you for the season? Yeah, so coming here to Penn State, it was like a much bigger campus. And like, I guess something I didn't realize was how connected we are to the community here. Like everyone is a Penn State fan. No one is like, oh, like Steelers is that, that, but like everyone loves Penn State. They love our sports. Like the athletes are just so embraced here. So they just kind of welcomed me with open arms and everyone I've met has just been so nice and just so appreciative. They're like, we love you in the blue and white instead of the old color. So I just love everyone here. It's been a great time. Well, Mac, I'm sure they love certainly love you in the blue and white over the scarlet from Ohio State. So uh, take me through kind of the decision to transfer and, and how excited you are to be in any line. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of uncertainty when my season ended last year. I think a lot of the volleyball community understands that it happened to be about scholarships. There was no other issue there. I have no bad blood with Ohio State. I all love for those girls in that coaching staff, but it was time to move on and go somewhere else and do something different. And I could not be more excited to be here in State College in the blue and white. I think the team that we've got put together, that uh, the coaching staff that we have here and the support, like Taylor said, from the community and the fans, it's everybody here bleeds blue and white for mm -hmm. sure. Well, I'll start with you, with you, Mac. I know you're right in the middle of of preseason. Basically, you've probably been practicing practicing for about a week. This may be the first time you guys have sat down in a long time, uh, so you're probably enjoying the little bit of rest you get. How has the first week of practice been going? How's it coming together in terms of gelling some of the newcomers and uh, and transitioning here into this this great program? Yeah, it's definitely been good. I think we've had a good first week um, coming into the season before we even got on campus, before I even got on campus this summer. Uh, people would ask, how's the season going to look? How are we looking? And my answer was always, we look really good on paper. We've got the stats. We've got the people. We've got the personnel. Our coaching staff is awesome. On paper, we look really good. The the challenge, I guess you could say, is going to be how do we put this together? How do we mesh as a team? How do we work together and figure that out? And after this first week, I can say that that's not going to be the challenge anymore. We're figuring it out. It's day by day, of course, as anything is, but um, I like where the team's heading. And I think we've, we've got a good road ahead of us. How about you, Taylor? What are you thinking? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. And like Max saying, like, we just have all these different puzzle pieces. And it's about how we basically put them together. But like she said, after this preseason, I'm feeling really confident in our team. I know that this is one of the best teams I've been a part of. And I'm just really excited for our future. It's going to be really bright. So on a few episodes ago, ladies, we had a chance to to interview Coach Katie, and and uh, I love her personality. I love her mentality. Obviously, she's you know a former national champ uh, at Penn State. Um, Taylor, you had an opportunity to work with her last season during her first season. So take me through kind of um, what impact she's had on you, uh, just you know what she's meant to you as a coach, and and you know what you love about her coaching style. Yeah, I mean, Coach Katie is like my biggest motivator. I say this in a lot of interviews, but like we're doing this for her. Like we want her to get that national title under her name for it only being her second year. We're like working really hard because not only is she a woman's coach, but like just trying to promote Penn State, get us back on track, how we've been in the past and, you know, just building our name again, basically, even though we already have a really big name, but trying to just get back to where we were. And Matt, Coach Katie, I'm sure was a big part of the decision of why you wanted to come to Penn State. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Um, I came from another female head coach at Ohio State, and I think transitioning into Katie was pretty seamless. Katie's tough, and she's, I don't know if I can say this, but she's a badass. Um, she knows what she's doing. She knows how to win, and that's somebody who I want to play for. And I think having her lead us, her experience with the national championship under her belt, as well as Megan Hodge is now in our gym as well, her experience playing in national championships is kind of insane. So I think we have good people leading us, good, strong females leading us. And we want to get that national championship, not just for us as a group of girls, but for Katie and Megan, Katie being the first female head coach. Mac, we're totally fine with you saying badass. In fact, <laughs> I will add by saying we have four fat, badass uh, women's coaches coaching the road to Tampa Bay Invitational here in a week and a half. And um, I know a lot of times programs dip their toe into the water when it comes to their schedule. You guys are hopping off in a very, very big way by taking on two what will be top 15 uh, programs in both Florida and Georgia Tech. How excited are you for that opportunity to take on two heavyweights like that right out of the gate to set the tone for, for what will be a special season? I'm stoked. I think it's going to show us exactly where we're at, uh, whether we win or lose. I'm hoping we pull out on top, but I think it's going to show us where we need to improve, what we need to do. And you can't go into the Big Ten playing teams that aren't in the top 15 because every weekend in the Big Ten is a grind. I'm, I might be biased, but I think it's the best conference in volleyball. So if you want to succeed in the Big Ten, you got to start off running. How about from your perspective, Taylor? Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, you know, Florida and Georgia Tech are definitely top competitors this year. But last season, you know, we came into our preseason really strong, getting those big ones that we needed over Stanford and Oregon. And we've only added more talent now to the team. So I know that this hopefully should be an easy one for us. And I truly believe that, you know, like Max said, the Big Ten is the best conference. So we're just using this as momentum into our season. Setting the standard, growing the game, ladies. I, I can't think of of two, you know, ladies of, of this sport that embody that more. And, and I appreciate you guys being a part of that NIL social initiative that we're doing here with the Tampa Bay Sports Commission. I'll start with you, Mac. How excited are you be, to be a part of that? And, and what does it mean to set the standard and grow the game of volleyball? Yeah, I think volleyball is such a interesting sport and being a part of it at this time is so cool because it's growing in all of the best ways. There's more young girls playing the sport. There's more people watching it on TV. There's more networks giving it the opportunity. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like people keep talking what comes first, chicken or the egg. 
TV networks putting us on there or people watching. And I keep saying, build it and they will come. I mean, Nebraska putting 90,000 people in a stadium to watch volleyball is really freaking cool. And I'm excited to see records broken this year. What about for you, Taylor? You feel the same way? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like growing up, especially being from Kentucky, I will say like in elementary school, I would have never known what volleyball was versus nowadays girls are like three years old with volleyballs in their backyard, like doing everything. So as long as the sport's growing, I feel like, especially me and Mag being older now, like we are literally like the new generation and we're like helping these girls build their brands and helping them realize like, Hey, you can make careers out of this sport. Like we will be competitors. Like it's not just men's basketball or football, like volleyball is now a new way you can go if you want to go pro. Now, Taylor, um, we hit a little bit on the Road to Tampa invitation on how the season will start. We're so fortunate in this community uh, to have the national championship here as well. So we're starting and ending the season right here in our community. Is that your expectation, your hope, your focus to to try to make it uh, down to our hometown twice this year? Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. I've already told my mom to just book the flight already um, because I'm just like so ready. I mean, we're getting a first time experience, getting to see the court, getting the vibe there. Um, and it's just our mission. Like the job's not done yet until we obviously get there at the end. And it's everyone's goal on our team. We all have that mindset that we want to be in that final. No, no pressure. As uh, Coach Hajizi is probably uh, mentioned, she won it here in 2009. And mm -hmm. so uh, that was a heck of a team. And uh, the community certainly embraces Penn State. And we, we're looking forward to having you guys down here in a week and a half. We're excited. Yes. Pretty bold of Taylor and her mom already having a ticket to fly here to Tampa for the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championships that'll be here December 14th and 17th. I'll tell you what, Rob, uh, she may not be alone because tickets are flying oh. off the shelf for uh, for the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championships. So excited. So, I mean, if you're like Taylor's mom, you better get some of those tickets now. Well, I tell you, I don't like correcting you, but I did hear you earlier today say that we could get one of the teams back uh, from the road to Tampa Bay Invitational to the NCAA Volleyball Championship in December. And I think we could get four teams back. I mean, that how epic would that be to have not one, not two, not three, but even four teams make their way uh, back to Amelie Arena in December? So tickets are on sale for this upcoming weekend's event when it comes to the road to Tampa Bay Invitational. You head over to Ticketmaster, and then now they're also on sale for December's NCAA Division I Women's Volleyball Championship. I will tell you, Ryan, you and I have talked about it, but the demand has been incredible. Uh, there's going to be a great atmosphere for both events, but just in this last 24 hours with the NCAA Volleyball Championship tickets going on sale, I can tell you the demand is very, very strong. Uh, it's a lot of people wanting to make their way, not only from a local standpoint, but also flying in. Like Taylor's mom, are you booking her trip? Uh, it's going to be awesome. And I would just encourage you to grab the tickets before it's too late because they are going to sell out. So excited for this weekend. It is coming up the Road to Tampa Bay Invitational. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, that has followed along in this journey as we've gotten you set and ready for this. 
bump set spike and ready, I should say, for uh, this event coming up this weekend. Uh, to all of our guests that have joined us over the last two episodes, uh, to the coaches that have taken time out of their day uh, and their practice schedule to, to spend some time with us, uh, we are super, super grateful uh, to you and your team, Rob, to Claire Lessinger, uh, who has organized uh, quite the event coming up with these four teams uh, here coming up this weekend. Super grateful to her. So go crush it, buddy, as I know you guys will. Uh, and let's get ready for December because this is going to be a heck of a tournament coming up this weekend. Yeah, I cannot wait to see your serve. Um, it's going to be awesome. You and I are going to sneak out on the court at some point when nobody's looking and we'll see who's better uh, at volleyball between the two of us. And then we'll plan to recap it uh, in the next episode. I'll spike it, buddy. You better watch out because I'm coming for you. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you there, big guy.